3: This is TalkSport Daily.
4: Hello, my friends. Happy Friday. Welcome to another Andy Goldstein TalkSport Daily podcast with me, your host, Andy Goldstein. Of course, you can check me out on Drive Late today at 4pm alongside Darren. Oh, my foot still we know oh, Hurts. Bent. Anyway, we begin the show with the mighty Manchester United, who drew annoyingly with Sevilla in Europa League. Here's the reaction on TalkSport.
5: Manchester United, two, Sevilla, two. Absolute disastrous ten minutes for Eric Ten Hag and Manchester United. Enaziri with a header, it's deflected in beyond De Gea. Both goals have been deflected beyond David De Gea in the last ten minutes of this game. It's come off Harry Maguire, this one. Manchester United, two, Sevilla, two.
4: Both goals against him are both really unlucky goals, two deflected. Yeah, what can you do against sometimes you have yeah, you have bad days and you have bad luck and tonight was not our night
5: it felt a little bit like Ten Hag his tie's over arrogant <sighs> see that that word yeah okay yes well he's arrogant there's a, there's a, there's, subs. A, there's an element of that he felt and we all did because the Man was so dominant yeah he felt there's no way they can get back in this tie no way so now he starts resting players for what he wants obviously further down the line FA Cup of course in a couple of weeks Premier League to get top four. Yeah. He took his eye off the ball a little bit. United finishing the game with 10 men after a nasty injury uh, as well for Alessandro Martinez. Remember, they've already lost Ferran tonight as well. And a game and a tie they were in complete control of at 2-0. Should have been taken away from them with missed opportunities. And now Sevilla have found themselves level on the night. And probably
0: you've got now, Sean, is, you know, Bruno's got suspended. Martinez looks like he's picked up a bad injury. Rashford's injured Varane's come off injured It all looks a little bit like It could fall apart At the the last moments Because Really truthfully I was looking at this Before the game I'm going Man United are going to win this competition They're going to get top four They've won the Carabao Cup What a season that is But it can can unravel really quick
4: United will be without Bruno Fernandes For the second leg After he picked up another booking
6: When you say about Bruno I'll be honest since the World Cup, he hasn't been great. He's
0: getting away with it. I don't know why Ten Hag hasn't dropped him. He's, he's been absolutely terrible for
6: at least two months now. The problem with United is it wasn't Ten Hag's fault in terms of who he could bring on. He didn't have choices. A question, should he have brought that, that many players off like your key players? But we've got a spine of a team who are bottle jobs a little bit. We've got De Gea, who shouldn't be anywhere near us anymore. He's passed his best. Um, <sighs> a
5: great and, save, Ben. Uh, it's he made a great strong. save to the right. I think it was I think it was too near at the time. I, th- I still think he's got a lot to offer.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah I, do. I do. I think he's still a top keeper. And then you've got that like, donkey Maguire
6: who's come on with. It's a bit harsh, a bit harsh isn't it? Jack. Jack. Jack, Jack.
5: Donkey. You insult me and you don't appreciate anything that I do. He's unlucky tonight, Jack. I, I think he is unlucky, enough. I mean, two he's- yards
0: away from me, he hits it, but a head I, on,
5: I know, straight against I, his head. I know he's got a large head. We all know. And it... <laughs>
0: How do you know? What is the diameter of his head? It looks big.
5: I think he's unlucky. I mean, your your head's massive. I've got a massive head.
0: But I wouldn't say it's like...
5: Whose head's big? A minor is. I don't know. You have got a slab head. I do, I do. It looks like a breeze block on your shoulders. Mm -hmm. I don't really know what
4: that is. On now to the Europa League conference, where David Moyes is is his West Ham, Drew with Ghent.
5: And neither of these teams has been able to gain an advantage ahead of the second leg at the London Stadium in a week's time. West Ham did have the lead at half-time, Danny Ings with the tap-in late in that first period after quick thinking from Vladimir Soufal and then Jared Bowen, but Ghent was superb in the second half and their top scorer Hugo Kuypers scored a magnificent equaliser, classic centre-forward play ghosted away from defenders and smashed in a left-footed shot and in the end Matt Hollands, West Ham would probably take that, wouldn't they?
1: They'd definitely take it and what we've seen, David Moyes delighted to escape Belgium with a draw because they have been second best throughout the, the 90 minutes. Now, I think Ghent have been really impressive today, the, the attitude, the commitment, the desire, the tempo that they played at. A, a, a really good front two, which have caused West Ham problems throughout the, the game. And the least they deserved was the draw.
4: Now, should Burnley manager Vincent Company? Uh, you could just say Company. You can't, it's company. Should he leave Turf Moor and join Spurs after gaining promotion to the Premier League with the Clarets? No. And here's Gabby Bonloir to tell
0: us why. I think wherever I am, in my head, it's always the biggest job in the world. And you're happy I, I, I know the question But what can I say Am I going to say I'm not happy How <laughs> 14 <laughs> points clear
3: At the top of the championship
0: I can see why they're looking At company But if I was company I'd say no A Capital letters no He's got Burnley Into the Premier League Give it a go with Burnley And even if he didn't Keep Burnley up What have you done With them in the championship He's still going to attract Premier League um, jobs to me, Vincent Cumberley. and the way Spurs are at the moment as a club. Why would you touch that? Why would you leave Burnley? He could in the summer bring in the right players and have a good go with Burnley and shock the Premier League. You know, like Sheffield United did, Leeds did. He but, could do that with Burnley.
1: And I look at someone like a Stephen Gerrard. He was touted as being the next Liverpool manager. He did brilliant at Rangers. Went to Aston Villa. Didn't go, didn't go to plan. Really, and you almost feel like he's he's further away from that Liverpool job than he was. Before he went to Aston Villa. So, for Vincent Company, he's of course going to have aspirations about going to Manchester City now. He might go to Spurs and, and, and do fantastically well. But you look at previous managers with more experience than him that have won way bigger trophies than he would have won, haven't done it. So, it, it'd be sad to think about, but I can understand why he'd say he wants to stay at Burnley for now.
4: On now to Q Wisencroft, the mirrors Darren Lewis and Martin Samuel from The Times.
5: Breaking news on Talk Sport.
3: Following the announcement of the FA's outcome of their investigation involving assistant referee Konstantin Hatsadakis and the Liverpool defender Andy Robertson, there is a statement that has been issued this evening by the PGMOL, that is the professional game match officials, on his behalf. And it says, in quotes from Konstantin Hatsidakis says, I fully assisted the FA with their investigation and have discussed the matter directly with Andy Robertson during an open and positive conversation. It was certainly not my intention to make any contact with Andy as I pulled my arm away from him. And for that, I have apologised. I look forward to to returning to officiating matches. An FA spokesperson says, we have thoroughly reviewed all of the evidence in relation to the incident at Anfield involving the Liverpool defender Andrew Robertson and the match official Constantine Hatsadakis and we will be taking no further action.
5: There should be an exclusion zone around the referee and around officials. If you want to speak to an official, do it through your captain. The captain should be the only person who has... The, the permission to approach a referee if you have that it, it protects the referee but it also protects you as a player because if there is something that occurs accidentally as some people might see the Bruno Fernandes incident for mm. example then there is no dual meaning or whatever else in any given situation but if we have that exclusion zone then we don't have situations like this
4: now, this Saturday, TalkSport brings you live and exclusive heavyweight boxing commentary of Joe Joyce against Jile Zhang. The juggernaut, Joe Joyce, said that none of Fury, AJ, Usyk or Wilder are as hungry as him, and he's coming for the belts.
0: They've already been to the top of the mountain. They've already, they're already world champions, yeah. so they've already done it. So then they're like, you know, they're thinking about, you know, the easiest easier fights for more money. Well, I'm, I'm looking to be the number one in all ways and in aspects. And, and I, I wanna be a world champion and I'm, like, I'm doing all I can. I can only beat who's in front of me. It's all the other logistics with, that go with it is like kind of out of my hands and like, you know, whoever decides that they want to fight or not, will want to fight me or not, but I'm here and I'm coming for them. I'm coming for all the belts.
4: Now here's Joe's mum, Marvel, who is registered blind. She revealed to Fight Night presenter, Gareth A. Davis, that she uses TalkSport to listen to her son's fights.
5: The last fight, which had been Joseph Parker, I think, you were you had a set of uh, Talk Sport headphones on and you were listening to our commentary. Yeah. Can, can you mark us out of ten, first of all? What was it like on the night?
2: Yeah, it was really good. I mean, when I started getting a bit biased, then I'll just take it off of my head, you know. <laughs>
5: Hey, but how good was he? Did you <laughs> no, not hear how excited we no, were at no, the end? Was,
2: everyone was excited. I yeah. didn't even have my headphones on because I was jumping up and down and screaming because everybody else was jumping. I didn't even know what happened until someone told me afterwards. And then I always a delayed reaction with me. Then I started jumping up and down and screaming.
1: Joyce is teeing up and Steve Gray steps
2: in and stops it. I'm registered blind with only 7% vision. I've got no vision in my left eye and only a little bit in my right eye.
5: So, can you still, if you don't have commentary, can you feel how Joe is getting on in the ring?
2: Yeah, because I usually tell by what people are saying around me.
5: Yeah.
2: Or I hear when he's getting hit, you know, like, oh! mm-hmm. and yeah. then I know it's him getting hit because everyone's like, oh, how's he taking that, you know? And then and then I hear by my other, my other son who's always, go on, go on, and he's like, gets all excited, so I know he's winning, so yeah.
5: Do you get nervous for Joe?
2: Um... Well, of course I get nervous because I'm his mother, but, you know, I always have a Guinness before the fights. So to sort of <laughs> calm my nerves.
4: <laughs> and here's Simon Money Money jordan on TalkSport's boxing YouTube channel with Spencer Oliver, the omen, some people call him, telling us about some possible super fights we could see in December.
6: There's a lingering observation and, and I suppose, rumour that's seeded, I think, in some substance that there is a series of fights being arranged in the Middle East that involve Fury and Usyk and Joshua and Wilder with two fights or three fights being made which is Fury versus Usyk Wilder versus Joshua and the two winners of those fights meeting again in the Middle East yeah for the ultimate showdown you heard that what do you think to that I think that's very good and that, and that will chime with the December dynamic of the reasons why Anthony Joshua isn't fighting until December because he doesn't have any obligations upon him to make mandatory defenses the mm-hmm. other boys do so Fury has an obligation we'll talk about what I think Fury's going to do in a minute we have the obligation upon Usyk which is why Daniel DeBar's in the conversation yeah and then all roads lead to December
1: you're getting some good information very well good interesting good information. information isn't it yeah, it's it an is, interesting conversation i think it's uh that's a very likely Outcome.
6: Mm. Huge I amounts that's of money. Very likely outcome. Huge amounts of money. hold that, please. Level five. Thank you. Ah, you must be one of our new
0: interns.
1: Yeah. Hi. Nice to meet you.
0: Hi. Now the most important thing to know is to urge in the bipartile rise plug sale.
1: The most important thing is what? Sorry.
0: The single most important thing is to urge in the Channelized bin bingus of the bypassal rise plug sale, and you'll be fine.
2: Uh, yeah. That sounds important. Does work chat sound like gibberish to you? Find collaborative articles with tips from the LinkedIn community to help you get through those tricky conversations. Making work make sense? LinkedIn knows how.
6: Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery and well-being. So, take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. Only at Sleep Number Stores or SleepNumber.com.
1: This episode of the TalkSport Daily is brought to you by Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Planning to hire or share a car or van? Enterprise is there every step of the way. Whenever and wherever you need a vehicle and whatever it's for, Enterprise can help. With over 450 locations across the UK, they're just around the corner. Whether you need a weekend rental, a holiday hire, a replacement car, or you're planning a business trip, home or away, Enterprise are there to help. To find out more and book, visit enterprise.co.uk.
4: Back now to Gabby Agbonlahor, defending Chelsea interim gaffer Super Frankie Lampard.
6: They're almost becoming accustomed to losing matches and conceding goals. And, and, and not scoring. And not scoring, aid. and It's it's really, really tough for them. And it's a tough watch.
0: Top four's not going to happen for Chelsea. Nothing's going to happen for Chelsea. Not so nothing end the Let's season. Let's be honest, they're not going to win the Champions League. They're not. So, Lampard knows the club well. Come in, you know, do your best. End of the season, you're definitely not getting a job. And then we've got time to bring in the right could, manager. Do you think he could have
6: done anything differently last night? No, I do not.
0: I do not. I feel like the first goal, Paul defending from Fafana, ball watching, doesn't follow his man. Vinicius gets through, then Benzema finishes. Chilwell gets sent off, and then they score the second goal. Mm. Forget about possession and this and that. He tried to play the 5 2 You know what I mean? The players, were on board for 15 minutes then they started leaving gaps so I think he played the right formation well then had on any, anything different last I night th- no? I think
6: I think if they scored the first goal last night it might exactly. have been a slightly different game the fact they conceded the first goal meant that Real Madrid dropped off and it meant that yes. Chelsea had to come out to them rather than being able to sit back and defend
4: Well, that's it, gang. Thanks for listening on the TalkSport app, or wherever you get your podcast from. I'm back today on Drive at 4pm alongside Darren Ben. There will, of course, be another one of these Andy Goldstein TalkSport daily podcasts. that first thing in the morning. Do what you got to do to get it. Until then, thanks for listening. Have a lovely day. And above all, be safe, everyone. Be safe.
3: That was a podcast from TalkSport.